One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. In terms of property, I mean, look, we we do this with with our clients. Uh, the the oh, it's it's really interesting when you when you're sitting in front of clients, and I'm sure people, I'm sure you've done this. I'm sure people listening have, have actually had this conversation before. Uh, but to to be quite you know quite frank, quite simplistic about it, you've got you've got a few options. You know, you can do nothing. Um, <laughs> you can invest in shares or you can invest in property. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode, we're back with John Russell, financial advisor and property investor. He shares the eye-opening compliments he's received the influences behind his property philosophy and the great advice he's received from his dad which led to him help a $20 million business turn into $100 million a year when he was just 23 years old. Russell has a series of aha moments rather than just one but they all stem from the same place. Just the feedback um, that I've I've gotten uh, from from my clients, ha- having them sit in front of me and say a couple of things um, has has really just been eye opening and something that something that's really made me believe in you know what I do uh, and believe in in property as an investment vehicle, and it's twofold. Um, one one was actually a doctor. Um, they said they said to me, it, "It's funny. You probably um, probably get complimented all the time for helping people, you know, grow their wealth, but you never actually get complimented for, um, I guess, stopping people from making mistakes." Um, that that was a very good compliment, um, and it, it's very true. Look, we we get compliments all the time on helping people into the market whatever it may, may be, um, but, you know, because they never make the mistake of getting the wrong property after they, you know, do get educated around um, around the do's and don'ts, they sort of then go, oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, they, they, no one thinks to thank, um, thank us for um, the, the, the times where they could have very easily made mistakes, but... Um, this, this particular client was, um, was well in tune with uh, what they were about to do um, and thank me for it. So that, that was, uh, I guess, a, a bit of a mind-altering moment. And also um, a phone call I had recently with another client um, where, where he, he sort of turned around to me and said, look, everything 
everything that you have told me um, and everything that you've said, I have to say, has turned out better um, than what you said and what we could have imagined. Um, so that that was also a huge compliment and a huge compliment to you know the the work that I put in, the effort that I put in as well uh, to my role that someone saying not only did I do my job but um, you know it, it's it's better than it's better than just um, you know the the numbers that I, I showed to them or the photos that I showed to them um, it, it actually affects you know real life you know real life people uh, which is which is great. There's one strategy that he relies on the most and it's one you'll know well. There's quite a few, obviously, strategies you can put into play. Um, and definitely, you know, definitely uh, looking at it through, I guess, uh, through the most simplistic eyes, I guess, uh, is the best way to put it, is that the education around growth over yield um, is a very interesting conversation to have with clients. Um, and something that I feel like there's there's not an enormous amount of education around that, um, and probably not enough. Um, you know, the I always say to to my clients is in terms of a good property, between a good and a bad property, there might be a couple of grand uh, difference in terms of yield uh, per year. Um, in terms of growth, if you're looking over a you know a twenty year period, you might be looking at half a million dollars difference. Uh, do you know what I mean? So it's 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 really 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 vitally important to look at to look at the areas in which you're buying because we all know location location location. It's going to deliver up to eighty percent of your returns. Um, so, not necessarily the the product type um, that we're looking at. It's it's the suburb. Uh, the suburb does the heavy lifting when it comes to investments. And look, we can't we can't do anything. We're we're beholden to the market uh, as as um, you know stockbrokers are with shares. We're beholden to the market when it comes to property. We can only. Um, put our best foot first when it comes to the research that we have, um, and yeah, really focus on focus on growth properties. Uh, for for my clients anyway, I, I deal a lot with wealth accumulators, so people in their thirties, you forties, know, you know, early fifties. Um, you know, they're they're people that that want to grow their wealth over that 10, 15, 20, 30 year period, um, and they do that the best way. Uh, through focusing on a growth asset um, and knocking off the debt at the end um, when their their tax bracket's lower, um, you know, yeah, through retirement and all, all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of different strategies, clearly, uh, in, in there uh, to think of. Uh, but the main, thing is, the main thing is focusing on growth properties. Well, let's jump into the mindset side of things. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about your reasoning behind why you jumped into property because as you said, um, there's so many different asset classes like shares and businesses and so forth but why particularly property and how does that benefit you as well? In terms of property, I mean, look, we we do this with, with our clients. Uh, the, 
the oh, it's it's really interesting when you when you're sitting in front of clients, and I'm sure people, I'm sure you've done this. I'm sure people listening have have actually had this conversation before. Uh, but to to be quite you know quite frank, quite simplistic about it, you've got you've got a few options. You know, you can do nothing. Um, <laughs> you can invest in shares, or you can invest in property. Um, in terms of investing in property, I I feel comfortable gearing, so borrowing money to invest into property because there's no margin call attached to um, to my investment. My clients share that view, um, obviously. Otherwise, they 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 wouldn't they wouldn't be here. So for you know for for me, things like negative gearing, obviously borrowing um, to invest, um, utilizing equity. Uh, all that sort of stuff plays a big part in uh, in creating a, a growth asset and getting greater leverage to uh, a greater chunk of um, of asset class, if you will. Um, yeah, that's that's only really possible um, considering the risk factors uh, with property. Um, so, for for me, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Um, for any wealth accumulator out there, I think it's a very good, um, you know, starting point is to 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 invest in property and have that be your have that be your leverage point um, in in the market and um, and forward forward. I believe in pure diversification, so not just preaching property. Um, I believe that there is certainly a place for for shares. Um, do I like to give that advice? Yeah, look, I I can I can if I want, <laughs> but I'm more focused on on um, on the property side of things. Russell has had many mentors and influences over the years. He's been in both property and finance. There's a few people at Plus Waterhouse Coopers um, that, that helped me along, a few other you know, directors and partners there. Um, look, uh, going, yeah, working for Deborah, that was um, through Remax, that was that was an experience um, as well. And um, since since I've been financial advice or, you know, I guess, Moving into a, a financial advisor role at Nexus after spring, um, I had the opportunity to work with uh, Steve Sidnevik, uh, who's, who's uh, I guess, involved heavily with National Property Advisory as well, uh, founding partner um, there. So he has been a massive influence on, I guess, my uh, my. My property philosophy, my comfortability uh, around um, property investment, um, and probably not necessarily the way I deal with clients. Um, that's it's very very much me. I've got my own sort of unique way of how I how I deal with clients, uh, but but certainly um, certainly being able to explain explain things in a clear and concise manner. Um, it's something that I think I, while I was a, a decent communicator previously, um, certainly I've learned a lot from Steve when it comes to uh, communicating something very well and very um, uh, 
definitely, I guess, um, to, uh, to to clients so that they understand clear, clearly uh, exactly what um, I'm talking about. Coming up after a break, we hear how Russell's sporting heroes work into his approach to life. So Roger Federer is an example of that. He um, he played soccer, he played basketball. His mum was a tennis coach, so he ended up playing tennis, but she tried to push him out of tennis, actually, and into soccer. So he learnt by, he learnt tennis by basically being better at other things. Um, and I, I, the reason why I think I, I like it so much is I, I do look at myself in a similar way. What his studies and years in accounting taught him? The balance sheet for a reason and if you can read a balance sheet, you can read a business. If you understand that, I think if you can apply that to other areas in your life, um, you'll be very successful. He shares his plans for the near future and reminds us about the early bird and the worm. Speaking to a developer yesterday, um, you know, they've, they've gone from 14 sales last January to uh, 54 sales um, this January past. So clearly, <laughs> um, you know, 500% up sort of thing. Is, uh, there's confidence everywhere in the market, Brisbane particularly um, at the moment. And that's up next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey property investor, is your cash or equity currently earning you 1 to 2% per annum sitting in the bank? What if I said to you that you can do better? To find out more, simply register your interest to become a money partner at propertyinvestory.com. Right now, there are great opportunities in the property market and I'm looking for money partners who want to invest to get a higher return with low risk on their money for 6 months. Register your interest by visiting propertyinvestory.com. A big fan of Audible, Russell is slowly but surely getting back into reading physical books as well. The two books I'm reading at the moment, um, one is Shoe Dog by uh, Phil Knight. It's the, the Nike story, the memoir, uh, which is which is pretty good. It's a it's a book about you know entrepreneurial spirit and and all that sort of stuff. And the other one's by Robert Iger called The Ride of a Lifetime, and that's the CEO of the, the Disney company. Um, and that. That's all around, you know, working your way up, working hard for a business, um, and really, really focusing on, you know, the company, putting it first, uh, and making sure you're just good at your job. Um, and, you know, no one can sort of point to you and go, hey, you, you know, didn't do this, didn't do that sort of thing. Um, so they're the two that I'm reading at the moment. But look, there's a heap of other ones like Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. I loved uh, all the Zig Ziglar uh, stuff uh, about sales. Uh, they're great. Um, and uh, one of my favourite books actually uh, is, is called Range. That's uh, by David Epstein. Um, it's uh, it's great. It, it's all around... Um, it's not property specific um, uh, at all, actually, um, but it's it's around 
the idea of um, the idea of those those people who grow up as you know prodigies in sport who focus purely on one sport, tennis players, for instance, um, or you know basketballers or whatnot. Um, they you know, just do one thing uh, as opposed to uh, those who try try their hand at a heap of different things. Um, so Roger Federer is an example of that. He um, he played soccer, he played basketball. His mum was a tennis coach, so he ended up playing tennis, but she tried to push him out of tennis, actually, and into soccer. So he learnt by he learnt tennis by basically... Being better at other things, um, and I, I, the reason why I think I, I like it so much is I, I do look at myself in a similar way. Probably not to Roger Federer's standard, um, <laughs> uh, but certainly in terms of his uh, his his ability to to learn different different. Um, Different things and being able to then apply them uh, to to the one thing, uh, you know, and and be be the best at it. While he's generally against the idea of deciding on your life path at 16 or 17 years old, the best piece of advice he's received was regarding university studies. My father said to me, "Look, do do accounting. It'll open up so many doors, um, and it has. It's opened up a heap of doors." Um, Working for PwC, uh, being able to then, you know, I guess in in one way or another, I guess help run a hundred million dollar a year turnover company um, at 23. Uh, it, you know, it helped me understand real estate, helped me understand the ins and outs of real estate. It guided me through financial planning um, because I, I just I understood that everything. Everything has to. It's a, I hate to say it. It sounds like a, a bloody quote or something like that. But uh, everything has to balance. You know, it, it, everything everything comes down to balance. Whether it's whether it's investments, whether it's health, relationships, it's all off one tree, in my own opinion. Um, and you know, you've got to always find that balance. And that's 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 a good thing that. Accounting teaches you. It's that um, you know there's, there's a balance sheet for a reason, and if you can read a balance sheet, you can read a business. If you understand that, I think if you can apply that to other areas of your life, um, you'll be very successful. Russell credits success in part due to his inability to sit still in any area of his life. That probably comes from my uh, Tourette's, I'd say, as, as a kid. Um, I couldn't sit still anyway. Um, and like, they, these days, I just find it hard to sit around and not do anything. I, I, I love to get out and walk. You know, I love to go for a walk with the dog, go for a run with my wife. I play basketball a couple of times a week. I stay busy at work. Um, keep, keep very active and, you know, just... Just really, just I guess a I guess insatiable thirst to want more um, is is why I keep moving. Um, so, and it probably also stems from you know all, all the health sort of stuff is is that you know you in life you you can do one of two things you can 
move forward or, you know, you can sit still. Um, and like I said before, I just can't sit still. If, say, you met yourself 10 years ago, what do you think you would have said to him? Uh, it'll all be okay. <laughs> um, I, I love uh, another book I love, by the way, is uh, the Steve Jobs book. Um, and the whole, the whole idea of, you know, uh, he, he talks about in his Stanford commencement speech, um, that you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back is, I think, just so, so valuable. Um, you know, and the idea, and Bob Iger actually touches on this in his book as well. The, the idea of, you know, moving forward with, with investments, with life, with, with anything is, you know, move forward, take opportunities, you know, whether that's taking the opportunity to, to buy a property, to go for a run, um, to eat healthy at lunch, <laughs> uh, no matter what it is, um, you know, there's, there's always, there's always an option there. Um, and I think if I go back 10 years ago, the advice I give myself is, do do what do what makes you feel feel good. You know, do do the uh, do the right thing. It's always going to be right. Um, do the right thing, but um, you know, do do the thing that uh, do the thing that you're going to thank yourself for. I think in ten years, the, the, always always keep in the back of your mind. I think um, sometimes the easiest way is not always the best way. Um, and that's often often the case is the opposite. <laughs> With buying his dream home on the horizon, he has a lot to be excited about in the near future. Leveraging that to purchase more property uh, certainly is something that uh, I would love, love to do. Um, and helping clients as well. Um, at, at the moment, you know, there's lendings coming back, uh, coming back hard. Property, you know, property prices are surging; they're going up. Um, there's confidence in, in the market again. I know, you know, speaking to speaking to a developer yesterday, um, you know, they've they've gone from 14 sales last January to uh, 54 sales um, this January past. So clearly. <laughs> Um, you know, 500% up sort of thing. Is, uh, there's confidence everywhere in the market. Brisbane, particularly, um, at the moment, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, great opportunities, uh, in Brisbane. Uh, so over the next, over the next couple of years, it'll be, uh, very much focused on, um, if it's left in a couple of years, basically collecting whatever's left over in terms of the leftover stock for, for damn good prices, might I add it, uh, might I add it. Um, and moving forward then, trying to trying to capture off-the-plan opportunities early um, and probably now is a, a great time uh, to look at them. So you're getting into the market today um, and not having to pay for it until you know, tomorrow or a couple of years down the track. I think that's certainly um, certainly what I'm most looking forward to. So, looking forward to, I guess, the um, the the opportunities that will come uh, come out of the next uh, the next five years in terms of uh, what's coming onto to the market in in Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne. 
Thank you to John Russell, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. And if you love the show and are ready to get serious about investing your money to get a low risk, high return, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499881040 to become a money partner. Right now, there are great opportunities in the property market and I'm looking for money partners who want to invest their money for a short 6 months. To register interest, text me your name and email address on 0499881040. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.